Hello, misfits. This is Kate. And this is Kevin. Welcome to Horrorwood Misfit Monday, Monday, Monday. the echo. Thank you. I wanted that to come through. (laughs) So we're doing a little different episode today because I have been possessed by this stomach demon that won't go away. And it really sucks because I've been like bedridden for days. So I haven't Mm. been able to finish my regular episode that I was gonna do for today. So instead, the amazing, phenomenal, fantastic Kevin Corbett has agreed to tell some spooky stories. He was going to write them in, and I was like, you know what? I I just need you to tell them because I can barely sit upright. So, <laughs> oh, no. um, so I'm excited. I am too. And listeners, you should see Kate. She literally, it's like looking at the exorcist, like Reagan. That's it. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Could you imagine like, like looking at the picture, you just have like the eyes and you're just like, everything's fine. And you're like, (laughs) there's pea soup all over the back of her um, room. (laughs) I'm just like, I'm really struggling today. Oh man! But I'm this so is going to be great. I'm excited yes, to course. hear these stories. I don't know about. I don't know what they are. Um, yeah, so I'm super excited. Yeah, it's. I mean, they're interesting for sure. I think you know, like my mom was a really big uh, paranormal person, like really into the mm-hmm. occult and ghosts and um, religion and things yes. like that. And so I kind of grew up around all of these ghost stories that my family had. And i that's how I got started on horror movies so young. She took me to... Oh, I don't think I realized that. Yeah, she she would take me to like read at our movies in the theater when I was like seven, which probably is not a <laughs> yes, great thing to happen. I mean, that's why I'm in therapy still. But <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. You know what? Our moms are similar in that way because my mom, when I was seven, I distinctly remember, I think I was around seven, I distinctly remember her watching a movie in the den, and I was like, "Oh, what are you watching?" And she said, "Pet Cemetery." Come oh sit my down. God. That's a <laughs> that's a hard one. She loved all. Well, I mean, she she I say loved. She's still alive. Everyone, I'm not saying it like she's past tense. She mm-hmm. loved horror movies back then. She doesn't necessarily get into them anymore. But like Halloween, The Shining, Pet Cemetery, like all of those, she was like, oh, let's watch this. And I was like so young and terrified. Oh my gosh. I remember I saw Halloween when I was like seven years old. My parents, it was Halloween night. Of course it and was. And my parents had gone to bed and I had 
you know, come back from trick or treating. I think I was dressed as a little Dracula. I loved, <laughs> I loved, I know, I, I loved dressing as vampires or Power Rangers at that time. It was like either or. <laughs> yeah. And I watched Halloween and I remember being completely terrified, but that kind of terrified where you can't move, you know, like you're kind of just sitting oh. there staring and you can't sort of look away from the screen, even though you want to. That was kind of the effect Ooh. that it had on me as a kid. I was like, I really, this is terrifying. I don't want to watch this. I'm really scared, but I can't move. It's interesting that like that followed you through your whole life, that you're still really in horror movies because it crazy. didn't traumatize and, you. And no, I mean, I well, I don't think, but we're still working that out. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, I had this thing with like The Wizard of Oz as well when I was a kid. Like I would, mm-hmm. I would come home and watch it consistently after school every day. My parents were like, why is he doing that? Like, why is he so obsessed with this movie? (laughs) And so uh, they took me to like a a child psychologist or they consulted someone about it. And it was... Because you watched The Wizard of Oz a lot? Yeah. But like, when I say a lot, I I don't think I'm kind of showing that it was like obsessive, like kind of every day would sit down and not you know, look at anything else but The Wizard of Oz. And it turns out it was because I was, like, afraid of the witch. Oh. But I couldn't, like, I couldn't look away. I, I, I was kind of, like, it felt like some kind of addiction. I'm digging a hole really deep into, like, my psycho- psychology. <laughs> <laughs> What's like, funny uh, is that, like, I love the witch. Well, I back too. then I didn't. Yeah. Back then I was scared, but, like, now I think she's the most incredible. She's the best character for number one. Yeah. But also I just love that actress. And yeah, that's that's really interesting. Isn't it? I like slash hate that they took you to child psychologist because you Because I was obsessed with the Wizard of Oz. Isn't that <laughs> it's like I it, it was like I was so scared of it that I had to keep looking at it and keep watching it. It was kind of like I I became transfixed with it in a way. And I Ooh. think like you know, I think that happens a lot with like whole, things that we're afraid of and things that we're scared of. Interesting. There's some kind yeah. of attraction to them, but also like a repulsion from them. So, ooh, ooh, spooky. All right, so let's hear some spooky stuff. Ghost stories. Okay, picture it. No, <laughs> Nin- <laughs> nineteen ninety-three. No. <laughs> um, so I'm from Parkersburg, West Virginia. It's on the Ohio River. Okay. So there were a lot of ships, like back in the early nineteen hundreds. It was a big, booming kind of river town. I'm from Louisville, which is also on the Ohio River. Isn't yeah, it? that's crazy. So the boats that came past us would head on down there. Head on down. But yeah, it was. Uh, it's a really interesting to, I mean, now it's, you know, ever since the whole kind of river traffic dried up, it's, you know, there's not mm-hmm. too much there. There's a lot of like power plants along the, along the river. And, you know, it was fine growing up there. I wouldn't, I don't know. I mean, West Virginia is a beautiful state. I think there's a lot of really gorgeous mm-hmm. things that can do. Yeah. But I mean, kind of politically and um, gotcha culturally, not for me, I think. Not your vibe. Not my vibe, which is why I'm here in Chicago. But my parents and I lived in this old Victorian house um, on Avery Street. I remember the name. It was Avery Street. And there were a lot of really pretty old houses over that way. 
And I remember it being kind of this dark green house. It had three floors. It was pretty massive. Yeah, those are huge houses. Uh, they're so big and vast. And I, you know, we mm-hmm. got it for cheap because this, I, th- I think my mom was friends with someone who lived like a couple houses down who owned it and they were just renting it out. Oh, okay. So we got it at, a, I'm, I don't remember how much it was at the time, uh, but we got it for a pretty cheap price. And I never liked it. I mean, we lived there when I was probably like four, five, six for just a few years. Mm-hmm. It was, go- I mean, it was gorgeous inside. Don't get me wrong. It was really, you know, old yeah. hardwood. Everything was kind of oh, yeah. like a mahogany and, you know, the mm-hmm. steep stairs, spi- steep spiral stairs and gorgeous, gorgeous house. Um, I do remember, though, it was really old. And my mom and I were sitting in the living room once and the ceiling caved in on us. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Way to drop that in there. Well, literally. <laughs> we were just watching Halloween and then the ceiling caved, the ceiling in. caved in. Oh, it was insane. And my mom was screaming and it was fine. Like it was just the plaster. And it just kind of cracked and fell and hit us in the face and head. Oh, <laughs> But we were okay. So sidebar, in the apartment that Matt and I lived in before this place, that tub was so rusted through that every time I was in the shower, I was like, this is going to cave in and I'm going to fall down to the second story with all the frat guys and I'm Mm -hmm. going to be naked and wet because I'm going to be in the shower and it's going to (sighs) be awful. And it was like a terror of mine. So I guess, you know. Ceilings fall through. Ceilings fall. Things. I mean, it's, you know, it's a valid fear to have. And I'm sure those frat guys would have just been like, yeah, and then kept partying. I remember. Playing their video games. So yeah, the the ceiling caved in. It was, it was an interesting place, but I remember constantly just being afraid and constantly being scared. Mm. Like I wouldn't, my, the, my bedroom was on the second floor. I remember having like a red bunk bed, um, like red metal. And my parents. That room, already sounds creepy. Yeah, it was. It was. A, I mean, it was an interesting place because like there was my room and then there was like a tiny little hallway. And in that hallway was a, a closet. And I want to say like a half bath. I think it was like a toilet. Okay. Um, and it connected to my parents room. Um, and there was a door there. So there were like four doors in like a circle, like my room, their room, closet, bathroom. Mm. And um, yeah. I would constant like they would put me to bed and I just constantly felt like something was watching me. Like I just felt like there was something else there. Um, and I oh. remember just a consistent feeling of terror the entire time. Oh, that's awful. I know. And I was just like, I would cry and scream. And I, I literally oh. slept with my parents for, you know, two or three years as a kid because I was so afraid um, to be in my oh room my by God. myself. And they they didn't know what to do. And they got really angry about it. Um and in typical, you know, boomer parent fashion, they like locked the doors. Like they would, they were like, we're, you need to figure this out. Like there's nothing there. You're oh, totally wow. fine. You, you've got to stop, you know, crawling in our bed. We need some peace and quiet um, to sleep. So they locked you in your room? They locked me in my room. Yeah. They, and they, this sounds really oh. bad. Um, <laughs> it does. They locked me away for three years. They like tied a rope because there weren't locks on the door between I'm our rooms. I'm sorry. What the fuck? 
Now you're now there's a rope. Could you imagine? And now, like, and now I'm uncovering child abuse. Oh my god! No, not really. I promise. They didn't hurt me. Like they, they, there wasn't locks on the doors that connected the rooms. So they took a rope oh. and they tied it to the other door so I couldn't open it. Oh, that is rough. And they were just, you know, and I remember like laying on the floor and screaming and crying because I felt like there was something in the room and I couldn't oh my see God. it. And I, it was dark and I was just terrified, like terrified. Um, and eventually they, they unlocked it and and let me come in because I was just, you know, being so, so crazy. I think they kind of figured it out because they started to experience some things. Like what? Now that I'm getting to like the actual ghost experience, um, I remember walking downstairs at night to go to the kitchen to, I think I was like getting a snack or getting a glass of water or something. But mm-hmm. I remember walking to the bottom of the stairs and there was like a it was like a fog, kind of like this really light oh. mist in the hall in the hallway at the bottom of the stairs. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Okay, so, you know, maybe it's like steam or, you know, maybe something sure. came up from the basement or, you know, I don't know what it was. I wasn't afraid of it at first, right. but it started to like drift, like it drifted into oh. the kitchen. And I, I walked into the kitchen and on the wall was a silhouette shadow of a woman. And she was like, it oh. looked like she was doing dishes, like at the at the sink. I have full on chili bumps. Right? Like I just got so cold. It it was. Oh, my God. And I wasn't, you know, what's interesting about it. it I wasn't afraid. I wasn't scared of it. I, which which is weird because upstairs, you know, all I could do was just, you know, I hated being in my room and hated being up there, but I stood there and I looked at it and, you know, I didn't know how to react. So I got my water and just went back upstairs. You were like, Hey, excuse me. I don't know what to do. (laughs) Thanks for washing that dish. I need that glass. (laughs) She washed me a glass. That's nice of her. (laughs) She was wonderful. Uh, But no, (laughs) and I, I went up to my parents the next day and I was like, I saw an, like a shadow of a woman in the kitchen. And my mom goes, you saw the ghost. Oh. And I was like, Okay. Okay. Why didn't we talk about this? Like when I'd been so terrified <laughs> the entire I think they probably thought I was a little too young at that point. Like it was before horror movies and before, you know, being introduced, all of that. Sure. And my dad had said, Oh yeah, I've experienced it as well. Um what? and so we would see like the mist, we would see the shadow of the woman in the kitchen. I only encountered it the once that I can remember. But for my parents, it seemed like they ran into it more often than I did, you know, in various capacities. Like, I'll have to talk to my dad about this. I wonder if he remembers any of it. But yeah, we lived with this ghost. And I feel like, you know, it wasn't meant, it wasn't there to do any harm. I think it was probably like an older woman um, based on kind of what Mm -hmm. the shadow. And from what my parents had seen, they identified it as the same you know what sucks? To die and in your afterlife, you're stuck washing dishes. That what would, the fuck? That, that's hell. That's like limbo. <laughs> I hope she's moved on or somebody saged the shit out I of I hope so kitchen. too. <laughs> 
Oh, man. It was, you know, it was crazy. But I feel like whatever was in the kitchen was different from what was upstairs. Oh. Because whatever was upstairs, and I never saw anything. You know, I never, like, witnessed anything. It was just this feeling of consistently being watched by something that had some kind of malintent. Oh, I don't like that. Toward me as a kid. But my parents never experienced anything upstairs. Which which is what's kind of surprising. Did they ever switch rooms with you? No. No, they refused. They should have. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, we're not going in there. You sleep in here for a few days and see how you like it. Oh, um, my God. Yeah, that's, that's my ghost story from, from that time. That was a good one. And I think about it now and then. But yeah, I hated I hated being upstairs. I hated being in that room. Wow. Like during the day, it was fine. At night, absolutely not. I don't know what was there. I wonder, like, I would love to research that house and, like, find out if anything, you know, happened in there. That's a good idea. Yeah, I might have to do that, actually. I never thought about that. Yeah, because I just wonder, like, you know, maybe the woman was just trying to get away from whatever it was upstairs. I don't know. There was, you know, there was a lot of, now that I'm like thinking back to it, there was a lot of like death around the house. And I don't mean like people dying in the house while we lived there. <laughs> that would have been crazy. But yeah, like, like <laughs> come over for a dinner party and like, boom. <laughs> people just kept croaking. Just constantly. Weird. Um, <laughs> no, but there was a lady across the street who was an elderly woman who was sweeping the sidewalk one day and she just dropped dead. Oh my God. And I remember like seeing her out there and then the the ambulance and stuff came and, you know, put the sheet over her and took her away. But yeah, she dropped dead. Oh my God, that's awful. Yeah. And then I, my cat used to scare pigeons to death. Like to actual death? (laughs) Yes. What? Like, I remember going out and my cat, I think her name, Priscilla, her name was Priscilla. And she would um, corner birds, like she injured a bird and then cornered it. And before she could like lunge at it, it had a heart attack and died. Oh my God. And I buried it in the front yard in a shoebox. Kevin. That was a mess. Messy house. Priscilla. Aggressive. Not that that has anything to do with the hauntings, but that neighborhood was also like a little bit sketchy. Like there was a hotel across the street. Not a hotel. Why did I say hotel? There was a, it was an apartment complex that I think used to be a hotel. Okay. And there like consistently like domestic abuse happening over there. Cops being called like all kinds. That whole area was just, it was a mess. Pretty houses, but beautiful homes old ladies dropping dead demons upstairs domestic violence having to wash dishes in your afterlife you know just a literal hellhole sounds like it (laughs) don't go there no thank you um but yeah well that was a good one thank you that was a good one do you have any others for me i do yeah i've got i think two more and i won't i'll try not to go too slow but no you're fine so my grandma my mom's mom okay um lived so in uh, Parkersburg, uh, borders Ohio, or in West Virginia, that town borders Ohio. So right across the river, right across the Ohio River, you have like Belpre. Um, it's called the Mid-Ohio Valley. Um, and then up the river, like 10, 15 miles, you have this really beautiful town called Marietta, um, Ohio, where mm. my mom's family is from. It's a, I really love 
Marietta. It's gorgeous. Um, Just the name sounds yeah. pretty. Yeah. And like, uh, I forget who, I'm going to forget the history, but uh, Lafayette, he was like the French. Lafayette. Yeah. He. That's um, that my poor <laughs> Hamilton impersonation. He um, sailed. Sailed down the Ohio River and like came through. And I I don't want to say founded. That's completely wrong. I don't know the history. But he had something to do with with like Marietta. Okay. And because there's also the Lafayette Hotel in Marietta that they named after him, um, which is a really okay. old hotel. But it's like it's it's kind of old river town, like Main Street style. All these little shops. I love towns like that. It's like there's a lot of... Um, the old like sternwheel boats and my grandma lived in this old yellow house it wasn't victorian i don't know what kind of architecture you would technically call it and uh she lived in this old yellow house it was on sixth street and really cool thing about marietta and that area is you had like the tribes that were the mound builders so there was a lot of sort of lore in the area around the mounds um, and the burial grounds. Okay. And there was one just down the street from her and it was called Mound Cemetery. And I would go there and play like all the time. I would go and play in the Mound Cemetery. Oh, wow. Did not know that about you. <laughs> just playing in a cemetery. Yeah, but I loved it. It's such a cool area. There's a lot of, and then there's like this place called the Castle, which is this kind of big old mansion house that has a lot of history and they used to do like haunted houses and stuff in. Oh, that's cool. Anyway, Marietta is a really kind of haunted area, but my, my grandma's house was really old. It felt like kind of the, you know, typical like old lady house. Everything was, you know, from the (laughs) fifties and sixties and sure, you know, carpeting wallpaper. I remember like, playing with her old jewelry box with all her like stuff from the 40s. I remember being a kid. I think this is the same about the same time as when we lived in the house on Avery Street. I kept seeing a cat upstairs. Like uh I don't even it was kind of like a of your grandma's house. Yeah, my grandma's house and it was like a black cat and I was like um okay, interesting. I didn't like just run by like really quick, like not being able to see any you know, distinct features of it, but except for like the color. Yeah. Um, But I went downstairs to my mom and I was like, when did grandma get a cat? And she was like, she doesn't have one. What? Like she doesn't, she doesn't have one. And that's when my mom was like, I hate all these stories end in my mom just being like, well, you saw the ghost. (laughs) Oh, there it is. You know, it's like, bitch, tell me if there's a ghost. Like, just be up front. Because she's like, oh, I, <laughs> you saw the ghost cat. And I was like, well, what the fuck's the ghost cat? <laughs> well, um, the cat's out of the bag. <laughs> and in the afterlife. <laughs> but yeah, so she was like, oh, I think that's, I think she said the cat's name was Jinx. But um, yeah, there was a ghost cat. So there was an actual the, cat. There was an actual cat at one point. But at that time, there was no real alive cat living in the house when i saw the the ghost it was jinxy oh shit Um, he just wanted to like i know he just wanted to hang around and it was never you know again nothing malevolent nothing crazy just like a Mm -hmm. kind of a shadow of a kitty you know around the house um and my grandma would would see see it and my mom would see it and 
um, they would say, oh, you know, there's the kid. I saw Jinxie or I saw the kitty. Um, there's the ghost, there's the ghost kitty. <laughs> but no big yeah. deal. I and again, it wasn't like anything scary. I was, you know, I don't know. I had a thing with like upstairs at, at houses. I just I didn't like them. I always felt like, at, especially yeah. at that house too. You know, nobody lived up there because my grandma later in life couldn't make it up the stairs. But uh, yeah, that is the ghost cat story, Jinxie. Jinxie, that was good. Any other stories for me? I have one more, Kate. Ooh, let's hear it. I'm excited. The last one. I like story time. Yeah. So um, I went to Berea College in Berea, Kentucky, um, which I think you know. Okay. So my family, yes, my family almost moved to Berea when I was a kid. Oh, my God. My mom was going to get a job there. That's like so she got cool. it. She got offered the job there. Yeah. We went down there. I loved Berea. But it, ultimately, she was like, I'm not moving. So that didn't happen. No, that's but fair. It's beautiful It's a there. gorgeous town. You know, and I didn't honestly, when I first applied, it was something that my parents made me do because the tuition's free. You just have to work at the college. Ah, okay. Um, and I did not want to go there because I was just coming, you know, out of Appalachia. I'm ready for a city. You know, I don't, Yeah. I don't want to go back into the woods. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is very it is, like quaint yes. and quiet. But the thing is, it's, go- I mean, gorgeous, absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a big artisan town, lots of arts and crafts. It's very liberal in yeah. the center in the college area, you know, big international student population. So, you know, I was just making snap judgments before I even went there. But when I got in, my parents were like, you're, you're going to go, you know, because this is free. Okay. So your parents really played a big role in this episode. Really I had no idea. Did. We're unraveling that in therapy. <laughs> okay. Renegotiating boundaries. Hey. hey. But yeah, so I went to Berea College. And like I said, you had to work um, as a student if you went there. So you were in the labor program. Mm-hmm. So everybody who went there had some kind of position. And essentially, when you first went there, you would sort of fill out uh, a survey of your interest areas, and they would place you. Now, your first semester, first year, a lot of people would get placed in broom making or basket weaving because the the town was known for their brooms amazing it's like they produced these really beautiful brooms um that look that looked like you know the old witch brooms with like the stick and the wrap around oh yeah you could buy them in the town i don't know if they exported i don't know the whole thing around that but sure you know people would get placed in sort of these manual labor positions but as you went on you could apply and move to different departments and you know if you wanted to do something specific you could figure it out and i believe i don't you know this is all could have changed because this was you know mid 2000s sure i got placed on the school newspaper oh i got lucky i got really lucky and i got placed on the school newspaper as a reporter because i was into journalism and i wanted to continue that i wanted to do more of that and they listened and they placed me there yeah um i ended up fucking hating it and you know moving on to theater as we all do i had this editor her name was marina shout out to marina where i mean we became really close friends Hey, marina she 
terrified me. Like she was so <laughs> scary to me. But I mean, she was just, oh, no. she was a great, you know, reporter and staffer. She was the editor of the newspaper and she really knew her shit. Yeah. And, you know, she had it going and we became friends eventually because I ended up telling her like, I'm fucking terrified of you and I don't know what to do about it. And she's like, you're scared of me. And we ended up becoming pretty close friends. So she's great. Oh, I love um, that. But yeah, then I realized I hated newspaper and wanted to do theater. But after my first semester, there Berea had this thing called short term. So you would there was fall semester, short term, spring semester, summer term. Okay. And short term was basically like the full month of January. It was a it was a time when a lot of students would study abroad for a month. Oh yeah. Or you could do a short term class. Because I was in the theater department, I took mask making. Oh cool. I remember making a mask that was a glass of water. What? And I named it like Princess Consuela Lopez or something. I don't know. I don't know. That's amazing. It was experimental. <laughs> it was college. I love it. We all experimented in college. We all experimented with weird shit. In our own ways. Me with clay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I couldn't, during short term, the newspaper went offline because a lot of people would leave campus for short term. So I had to still do labor, though, you know, like five hours a week. Luckily, someone in the theater department worked for one of the buildings, and the building was called the Emory Building. And the Emory Building was the Child and Family Studies Building. It was very old, and I would go in. I was a janitor there. Okay. And so I would go in, like, late afternoon, and I would clean and just sweep and mop and clean the bathrooms and I didn't hate it like it wasn't you know I just put my headphones on and there were hardly people anybody in there and the girl in the theater department I knew was like the the building monitor she would open and close it and oversee you know the maintenance and everything for it okay and there was this really creepy room that had this dark green carpet and was basically like a replica of like an old like 70s family style living room it and it had a it had a couch oh okay it had like couches and a dining room table and like a fireplace weirdly i think if i'm remembering correctly oh i hated going in there and cleaning because it just felt off yeah it felt awkward and off and again that feeling that someone's like watching you and i remember one day i was cleaning the bathroom and I was bent over the sink. And so, you know, when people come up behind you and they'll like take their fingers and kind of poke you on the sides here. Ugh, I hate that. Yeah. Yes, I hate I that. I felt like full on felt someone poke my sides. Oh. It was like, boop, like someone was trying to scare me. And I was like, oh, one of my friends came by and like they snuck up on me. But I yeah. turned around and nobody was there. So you got ghost poked? I got ghost poked. Oh, man. And the, well, the thing is, it was, it was like so far down. I was like, well, what, you know, what was that? And I was freaked. I was super freaked out, Kate. I Because there was nobody there. Well, yeah, because you got ghost poked. I'd be freaked out, too. <laughs> Something touched me. And I was like, okay, this, you know, I had had my doubts and thoughts. Like, I felt uncomfortable in some places in this building. But. Now, you know, this confirms it. And so, and then again, you know, this is always like the thing that happens. But I went to the girl who got me the job and I was like, so can I ask you a really dumb question? And we had never talked about anything like this before. I was like, can I ask you a weird question? Yeah. 
have you ever had any like weird experiences at the building you know because you've been there a lot and at night and stuff and she was like have you seen the two little girls yet um excuse me right (laughs) and I was like what are you talking about and she's like the ghosts the ghosts of the two little girls did you see them yet and I was like I what the why are people always waiting until after the fact to inform you that there are ghosts I'm really fucking sick of it like when I walk into some place I want someone to walk right up to me and be like this is haunted (laughs) you can see this this or this or experience this so I can be ready because all of these other times I wasn't ready it's just a courtesy right it's just a courtesy so I was like are you kidding me and I told her what happened and she's like yeah that's pretty tame compared to some of the stuff that goes on there what what stuff goes on there well she was mentioning that like things would move and all this stuff would happen and the room that I was afraid to go in was like the room that they inhabited yeah so that's why I always got that uneasy feeling like I was being watched in there I knew that room was up to no good but then I mean I still had to go there every day and clean you know, it only lasted a month. I only had to do it for a month. And then I went back to my newspaper job. Yeah. But I would always get a really uneasy feeling walking past the building. Like, I just didn't want to go back in there ever again. Ooh. Well, there are two little ghost girls. Two little ghost girls. But I think, I don't think it happened while I was there, but I think they demolished that building because it was so old. Mm. I wonder what happened to those I girls. Yeah, like, I, I wonder, know. like, why they were there well it was so interesting because it was the child and family studies building so you know i wonder oh that's yeah i forgot about that what you know happened there or maybe what that building was prior to being a a a study building but i'll have to look that up too i have some research to do i'll send you some follow-up oh i would love it um those were good Thank you for sharing. Ghost poked. Ghost poked. <laughs> well, misfits out there, if you would like to share your stories, please send them in and I'll read them on the air and it's going to be super fun. But you got to send them to me first. What else can I say here? Thank you, Kevin, for being here. Thanks for having me. I had a great time. Kevin is going to talk to his therapist about some things his parents put him through. Being locked in the room with demons. That can follow you into adulthood. (laughs) Yeah. Ghost poked and ghost cats and ladies washing dishes in Mm. the afterlife. That's what we have today. Let us know what you thought in the comments on Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube at... At Horrorwood Podcast. (laughs) Or uh, what are the other things? Oh, send us your stories. Email us. At HorrorwoodPodcast at gmail.com. Things are falling apart. Um, and if you love us and want to support us even more, you can jump on over to Patreon at patreon.com slash horrorwoodpodcast. That's it for today. I hear you had a Sephora situation you want to talk about? I did, Kate. I went to Sephora Friday. Bottom line, all the things that I've been wanting to try and I have a little heart in my Sephora cart online, uh-huh. I just saw and was like, I'll try it since I'm here. Might as well. Uh, yes, we're as dangerous. And I was like, it's not going to be that much. And I went up to the cash register and they were like, here's the amount. And I was just like, oh no. It adds up so fast. <laughs> my grocery budget. Oh no. <laughs> my face is going to look amazing.